This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! about John Middleton, about my Phillies, our Phillies, has proven to be amazingly false. They did it, buddy! They did it! <laughs> wow, what a start. Um, I, honestly, I, first I have to react to what you just pulled off in that open. I, we will get to Cassianos in one second, but I can't, like... 30 seconds before we started recording, James like, oh, I just woke up. I got bacon <laughs> I in my in my I teeth. Uh, I, I'm eating breakfast while doing that. And then you pull off that, yo. And then you pull off that open. And I'm once again reminded, what a pro. I mean, what a what a superstar I have as the, the lead <laughs> of this podcast. That's what I'm yeah. here for. Yeah. You know? So when the, I, when honestly, the lights go on, you know. Yeah, you're a red light player. Everyone I'm knows that. I'm a red that. light player. It's exactly Everyone right. knows that. Wow. So I was literally sleeping, like, as you know, like, I don't know, like eight minutes ago or 10 minutes ago, I was asleep. So it's good. Oh, sick. I've been up since 730. I already I ran, already you had breakfast. Already I can't ran, stop. You ate oatmeal. Yeah, it's, it's great. People call I me can't, the old man. James, I can't stop thinking about Nick Castellanos. I can't stop thinking Woo! about the Phillies. I can't stop thinking about how we, as a podcast, Never doubted John Middleton. We always called him Jack. We always said he's our guy. We always said when push comes to shove, he's going to go over that luxury tax and it's going to be glorious. John Middleton, this is for you. I am so proud of you. Um, you know, I for all the stories we had heard and it was getting annoying of like, oh, he's so competitive and and he's 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 do whatever it takes to win. You really did it. And I just sit here today. Whatever happens this season, like I, I think I think the playoff drought's gonna end, and if it doesn't, I will be very, very heartbroken. But I sit here today as a proud Philadelphia Phillies fan. I you know, I have heard my entire life, James, and I and you've been around longer than I have. We've established that on this podcast many times. <laughs> but all I've heard from old older Phillies fans is ah. Eh, They'll always let you down. They're the losingest franchise in the history of the sport. They never spend whatever it takes to win. They always get halfway there, and then they don't do it. They're half in, half out. And what John Middleton said by doing this move is this is a new era of Phillies baseball that you can be proud of. We are the big dogs. We are in it with Steve Cohen. We're going to compete with Steve Cohen. And, and the fact that they didn't just tuck their tail between their legs, say, woe is me, the Mets have all this money, like, we're going to go out there and, damn it, we're going to try to compete with them. I am so, so proud to be a Philadelphia Phillies fan this morning, James. What a fr- I Honestly, Jack, I, that phrase, I am proud to be a Philadelphia Phillies fan. Like, I didn't know if we would say it on this podcast this year. Like, what would I, I, I'm so excited. Jack, like, who would have thought, who would have thought we do our perfect offseason, right? And we, you know, really yes. painstakingly take our time to not just come up with what we really want to happen, but also to be realistic. And it's always our, like, caveat at the beginning before we start diving in. We're like, hey, we get it. They're not going to go over the tax. So we're going to really try and come up with some smart trades and we'll make our one big signing and, and we're going to have a really fun, perfect offseason. Jack, the big signing from your perfect offseason and the big signing from my perfect offseason both happened. They got both guys. Like, how is this possible? I, I'm, I'm like flummoxed, Jack. I, I, and, that's, and that's the fun thing about this too is to your point, like what you were just talking about and like, Obviously, we never doubted that this would happen. We knew John. Not us. Not us. We are foxhole guys. Yeah. And by the way, shout out to Dave Dombrowski for being 
the the man in the ear, let's say. Um, but we we knew this was gonna happen. But I'll tell you, Jack, I have not gotten more. I can't actually believe the Phillies went over the tax text than I have about maybe any sports things that's happened recently. Like people, everyone I know is just like, oh my God, like, like actually floored by this. Like no one can believe it's real. It is, it is the most shocking thing the Phillies have done in a decade. It's, it's so exciting, Jack. Well, and, and, and to be fair, like a little inside, you know, how, how my old brain over here works. Is do we like, want to do that? Everyone prepare your yeah, ears no. like a Surgeon General's <laughs> warning before we do this or something. Yeah. No, it's, it's not bad. It's just like I was so excited about Schwarber. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. Um, I'm glad they added an impact bat. And then we're recording the podcast, uh, you know, that night. And it was like, yeah, I'm excited, but they're not that good. <laughs> They're still not that good. <laughs> like, like I, I'm very, very happy that he was a Philly, but I was like, man, like I'm still kind of, I was, I actually ended up being a little bit, you know, I, my, my expectations were dampered a little bit, and I felt that way the last couple of days. Like, I'm excited about Schwarber, I'm excited about this, but are they really gonna be that good? And then this happened, and it's like. It's like holy cow! I mean, it's a game changer. It is the, like, like a game changer move, dude. They're adding three nine hundred OPS guys. Like they have three of them now, and Reese is right, right there. I mean, Reese Reese could easily do that if he didn't have that over thirty four streak. Like they're adding, like the lineup. I, I mean, the 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 last couple of years, I've said that the lineup was better than the 08 dude, lineup. I I I. So just so you know, the, like this is what I thought of when I went to bed last night was the doing the podcast. I, all I could think about was Cassianos. All I could think about was doing the podcast when I woke up. And all I thought about was how long into the podcast it would take for you to, to do the 08 thing. And, <laughs> and how I would say for the first time ever, it's a great take, Jack! I mean, dude, I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about realistically, this is being realistic. We're getting 30 out of the leadoff spot. We're getting 30 out of the three hole. We're getting 30 out of the four hole, and we're getting 30 out of the five hole. And one of those guys will be 35, you know, and one right, of those guys right. will be 33. You know? Right. That's that's minimum. And, like, Nick Castellanos, for his entire career up until his last couple of years, was playing in Comerica Park, which is, like, home runs go to die. It's like cavernous. He gets, to, he gets to Cincinnati, which is very similar to CBP. 34 homers, 100 RBI, 309. I mean, James, he's not a better hitter than Bryce, but he might like he's might be the best pure hitter on the team. And I just I have I, I need I April eighth needs to get here. Is like I, I, I need to just fast forward. Like fast forward until April eighth. I need to know what this is gonna be like. I need to know how they're gonna mash. I need to know also the inside story as to how they went from this is we're done this offseason to Nick Cassianos as a Philly within a day. Oh uh, like I need I need the timeline. <laughs> I'm so with you, Jack. I, I need the I need the blow by blow oral history of of how Dave Dombrowski got in John's ear and convinced him, no, John. We need to do this. It's go time. We're going to get this stud of a player. He's just sitting there for us. Five for 100? We're getting Castellanos for that? John, we can't miss this opportunity. Like, I need to be there as Dave convinced John this was the move, and they went for it. It's so exciting, dude. It's so exciting. Well, and that's the I'm value. I'm so excited. This is the guy I wanted the most. This was my perfect. We already did your perfect offseason guy. This was my perfect offseason guy. He just rakes. The dude just hits. He's going to be so fun to watch. And Phillies fans are going to love him. He's like a fire, like a guy with some fire. He's going to like get on a dude if he hits him. He's going to like, he, he's fun to the fans. He had that whole thing with the kid and the bat, if everyone remembers that. And since he like, this dude's awesome. He is. He is like, he, he's, I thought, I mean, so I think Schwarber is going to be a legend here too. Just like from the standpoint of. Big hits, uh, kind of beefy. Looks like he looks kind, like he grew kind, up. Kind of beefy. Kind of beefy. Looks like looks like he grew up in the seven hundred level, just like us. Um, and and then you add in like Castellanos might get Harper back to like blowing kisses at pitchers and and <laughs> and, and, and like get Bryce back to being uh, uh, old Bryce. It's so exciting, uh, dude! Like no, dude, I, it's like it's crazy. This is the most excited I've been to do a podcast since 
Harper came here. Like, which is crazy. Like, this is crazy. This feels the most real. And you joke about the 08 lineup thing, but, like, in reality, like, when I, when this happened last night, I went and I looked at the Braves lineup and I looked at the Mets lineup because, let's be honest, you know, those are, those are the teams we're fighting with for the division, obviously, and those are the teams we hate the most. And, yeah, I know they have Scherzer and DeGrom and all that, and, you know, that's good and stuff, whatever. The Philly slime's better than the Mets slime. Like, flat out better. Like, I will not stand for any argument against it. Like, it is absolutely a better lineup. And I think it's a better lineup than the Braves lineup, too. That one you could at least maybe argue, but I think the Phillies lineup is a better lineup than the Braves lineup. I think this lineup is the best lineup in the National League East. I think it is a top three to five lineup in baseball, and we've kind of talked about that over the years and stuff where they've been in it, and we thought they might be that type of level. Like, this is, this is a flat-out, that type of lineup. Like, it, there are very few lineups, like, outside of, like, Toronto and L.A. and a couple others that can roll out four to five to six dudes like this lineup can. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting, I'm fully expecting having to win a lot of games 10-7. Um, or, or, uh, one of those, one of those vintage 08 games out in, uh, St. Louis where they just pour on 20 out of nowhere. And like, there's just, there's protection all throughout. Like you can't, you can't not pitch around Schwarber because you'll have Harper and Castellanos playing. So Schwarber should have pitchers or pitches to hit. You can't pitch around like, dude, <laughs> Bryce Harper won the MVP last year with, <laughs> with no protection behind yeah. him. I mean, Reese got hurt. Great point. And, and and Reese got and hurt. Segura, Segura was the second best hitter in the lineup. Like, think yeah. about that. Like, for like the last like three months, two two to three months of the season, we were like, oh yeah, Gene Segura is the second best hitter in this lineup. I mean, think about how much better this is. Like, think about just how much more loaded this is. Oh my god! Like, even just getting, even if we had just been like, oh, get Reese back to that lineup. What a different. That's what we were talking about. We were like, in the moment, we're like, man. Man, if Reese hadn't have gone down, I think we're a playoff team. I think you even said that. I think you're like, I think the Phillies make the playoffs if Reese didn't go down. Like, we're talking about getting Reese back, and then oh, by the way, adding Castellanos and Schwarber. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? And I by mean, the way, can I give a quick shout out to Dave Dombrowski and all the people out there yelling for Chris Bryant? And look, Jack and I both like Chris Bryant. Don't get us wrong. But his perfect offseason was Schwarber. Mine was Castellanos. How about the Phillies getting Castellanos and Schwarber for less money than Chris Bryant cost? Like, can we talk about that for a sec? Chris Bryant cost $186 million or $182 million or whatever it is. And they got Castellanos and Schwarber for $179 in less years. Like, that is unbelievable, Jack. No, it's 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 awesome. Like, how about how about this franchise getting a break? I mean, I mean, how about this franchise? Dave, another guy we never, ever doubted. Like Dave Dombrowski, the moment he got here, you can go back and listen to the pods. You don't have to. Don't do it. But, you know, listen to this one. But the moment he got here, we just said, what a hire. Championship winning general manager. Unassailable hire. We've never doubted him, Jack. Not for a second. Uh, James, uh, I want you to close your eyes, okay? And, and every, well, unless you're okay. and if you're out there, if you're driving, don't, don't close, close your, your eyes. eyes. Yes, yeah, good that's point. a that's but otherwise, a bad idea. all right, my eyes are closed. I can't. See eyes are closed. I want okay. you to envision it's opening day. It's like sixty-eight degrees out. Oh, buddy, a little yes. chilly. Yeah, right, but, the, but the right at, kind of chill. Then Dan Baker steps to the mic, and he lays out this lineup. Leading off. <laughs> Back. Desi designated hitter, Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> Batting second at second base, Gene Segura. <laughs> Batting third in right field, Bryce Harper. <laughs> Batting fourth in left field, Nick Castellano. Oh. Oh. Batting fifth at first base. Reese Hoskins. Batting seventh. Starting at catcher. J.T. Realmuto. Batting eighth. Wait, I messed it up. Batting seventh. <laughs> batting, batting seventh. Shortstop. Bryson Stott. Yes. Batting eighth. Starting at third base, maybe, possibly. <laughs> Alec Boom. 
and batting ninth, starting in center field, Matt Veerling. I mean, talk about just crying. I, I, uh, fantastic. Uh, I like how you're, I like the evolution of your Dan Baker throughout that whole thing. Well, to be fair, I didn't <laughs> think about doing that until. Oh, that I, was an off the cuff thing. Well, I thought I was, I thought I was just going to read the lineup to yeah, you. Yeah. Which then I was, what like, was well, I, I might expecting? as well do Dan Baker. Yeah. Right? And then you were like three in and you're like, wow, I've committed to something here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Towards yeah. the end, it was slipping a little, but I thought it was very good. Yeah, whatever. A few of those, in the, like Gene Segura, I thought you nailed that one. There were a few in there I thought you nailed. What Schwarber a lineup, Seg- dude. Schwarber, Segura, Harper, Castellanos, Hoskins, JT, Stott, Bone, Beerling. I mean, <laughs> you, you yesterday when, when I was on the air and like the news that this could happen came out, and of course, you know, it seemed real, and you were telling me, you're like, it's real, it's real, and I was like, you know, Okay, <laughs> like, is it really real though? Like, until this actually happens, I'm not actually gonna believe it's real. But like, this this actually seems like it's real. Like, as I'm going through the lineup on the air, I even forgot JT as I'm going through because it just seems like it just like he's like a forgotten man in this case. Remember, sign JT. It was like the whole ethos of everything we cared about, and and now it's like JT's like an afterthought. He's like the sixth best hitter on the team. It's like. Oh wow! What a nice advantage you have when your your catcher's a good hitter like that. But like, we don't even need that much from him. It's crazy. This lineup is nuts, Jack. It's gonna be so fun. And I know, we know, we talked about it the other night. And guess what? It only worse with Nick Castellanos. The defense is gonna be bad, but you know what? The offense is so good, it doesn't matter. Like. They are going to win games because of how damn good this offense is. And the starting staff should be all right. Uh, you know, the, we're, we're, we're a Zach Wheeler shoulder away from winning the NL East, Jack. That's where I'm at right now. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm at the uh, – I'm, I'm already – I've already, Break. like, started – well, I started talking to myself of, like uh, – my, 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 my second thought after they signed last night was, Aaron Nola better not screw this up. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I need Knowles to be back to Knowles so that we can we can really really get this thing going. Like on paper, the starting staff is definitely good enough. It's um, good. It's actually good on paper. If Nola, if no, that's why Knowles is such a swing factor. But if Ranger is some amalgamation of what he was last year, you know, maybe he doesn't have to be the best pitcher in baseball. That's okay. But you know, a good pitcher and Wheeler's fine and can be Zach Wheeler. I mean, Nola's the guy who who takes this from like. Good to great, like from like you know winning the NL East potentially to like a, being a true blue, real deal World Series contender heading in it. Like like that's a real thing. Like this lineup. This, let's put it this way: this is a a lineup capable of winning the World Series without a doubt. Like they have enough bats now. Is it a defense capable of winning the World Series? You know, we'll see how good that lineup is. Is it a pitching staff capable of winning the World Series? We'll see how good Aaron Nola is, man. Like that, it's so big. Like it's so big. Yeah, and uh, today would be a, a good start. You know, I'm excited to see what he looks like at, at one today. Um, I need, I need to see if he can get that, get that fastball back, back to being able to locate it and put it wherever he wants. But you know, there's been a lot of in the baseball community of Nola's a guy that's undervalued in in around the league because of well, his strikeout perif- numbers. Yeah, the peripherals and stuff, yep. Yeah, and it's just like that's fine. I I understand uh why they think that, but when you actually watch him, it's like he needs to if his fastball location isn't there, then all the stuff is just off. So, um it, it, this season's going to come down to Nola's. It's going to come down to that and Zach Wheeler's health. Rangers going to take a step back like he's <laughs> I don't think he's going to pitch to a one. <laughs> so like, you're not predicting Ranger to win the no, Cy Young this year. No, okay, I, just, check, I, just check. I'm not. Um, Gibson, like as a five, is fine. You know, whatever. Um, and we'll see what Eflin's like when he gets back. I think it's interesting. The other day, um, Falter was talking how they they wanted to prepare him to be a starter. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of Bailey Falter to begin the year, which is equally as exciting because I think he's I think he's good. Um, so like this whole well, they need to go get more pitching now. It's like, well, I don't think they really do. I mean, the, the starting staff on paper is good, way better and way more deep than it's been in years past. Uh, we need Nola to bounce back. We need Wheeler to be healthy. But other than that, it's 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 not bad. I mean, Eflin's your, your four now. Uh, Gibson's your five, who was an all-star last year. You hope that some of the Texas stuff comes back and the defense doesn't kill him behind him because he's a ground ball guy. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I think the starting staff is pretty good. And I, I don't think the, you know, 
the bullpen on paper looks much better. I'm worried about Familia in hand, obviously. I'm worried about Sir Anthony, just from the standpoint of, of holding yeah, up. He hasn't, hasn't pitched in like 18 months, yeah. Yeah, well, besides a little bit last year, which was nothing. But And then there's, and then the guy they're planning on being their closer, Corey Knable, who I think is awesome and for some reason and is apparently learning a mystery pitch, which Ooh. is going to be exciting to see. Like, he he's never stayed healthy. So the bullpen is a bit playing with fire. Like, I, I think there's definitely a scenario where Jerry's Familia is closing games for them. Um, but on paper, both pitching staffs, the bullpen and the starting staff are, are fine. It's, it comes down to like the, the thing that's going to put this team in the playoffs is obviously the, the offense, the defense and Aaron Nola and health in the bullpen are the three things that could keep them out of the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think that's, uh, that's, Expertly said. I think you nailed it. I think you know. I, I think those are the concerns. It'll be interesting. I want to get into in a, in a in a couple minutes about if you know we've seen a lot of people say, "Well, they're over the tax. May as well keep going." I want to talk to you about that in a minute. You know, just the idea that we're actually in that discussion is yeah. Have you, s- are you awake or have you fainted? I mean, I, this is I, such a I, I a can't believe that I can't you. believe that sentence actually came out of my mouth, Jack. We're, we're hey, gonna- James, 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 James. We're over the oh. tax, pal. Oh, man, how many times? Like, it is surreal. Like, honestly, I have no. That- I, I don't know if I can count on my hands how many times you have said on this podcast. He's never gonna get over the tax. So it's yeah. like not even like yeah. <laughs> melting down. I, it's it's uncountable. I mean, it's a thousand times. Like, I feel you know like it's I mean? every podcast you were yeah. like, he's never yeah. gonna do it. He's got to step All up. All right, I was wrong. Man All up. Right, I was wrong. John Middleton. <laughs> The heartiest of apologies from me, pal. I feel horrible for ever doubting you. I was wrong. You were right. Jack Middleton is back. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I call it a spade a spade. Jack Middleton's back. Jack Middleton is back in full effect. I mean, we, I like, I'm so excited, Jack. Like, I'm as people who not just like, you know, obviously like work in sports or, you know, do a podcast about the Phillies, but like just as a, a Phillies fan who watches this team every night and has for my entire life, like we've seen so much depressing, borderline, you know, horrendous, but for the most part, the last few years, just middling unfun to watch baseball with not fun teams and you know ugly night tonight losses i mean how many pods have we done where we talked about like these gut punch gut-wrenching horrendous losses and i i know those will still be here but to like actually be heading into a season now and feel like real true hope like the name of this podcast has always almost been like ironic more than anything like i actually have real true high hopes about the Phillies. Like I actually believe that they can go out and not just like make a run, but actually be super fun to watch every night. Like that we can do this podcast and actually be happy talking about our team. Jack, is that, is that the craziest thought you've ever had us coming on and not crying or bitching or yelling or being upset and coming on and just being like, what a week of baseball. The Phillies scored 84 runs this week. Can you believe it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, give me that, dude. Oh, we're going to be so dopey. We're going to be so, we're just going to be so, we're going to be so goofy with how awesome this offense is going to be. And, you know, we've been waiting for this, James. You know, we've been waiting for, hey, just be good and and let us have some fun. Oh, it's all we I ever just, wanted. It's, it's, it's the a, whole point of this podcast. Our name is yeah. High Hopes, for Christ's sake. All we want to do is have fun and talk about the Phillies. And these last, ever since we started it, it's just been, it's just been brutal. <laughs> like like the there's been minor signs of life and and minor signs of hope. And there's been these there's been these small pockets of just happiness. But I think I, I think you, you you said this as well, and I think it's it, for for our listeners and for um, people that love this team, we deserve this. Like it's we the longest playoff drought in the National League. We like it's up there with the the Mariners who have made the playoffs since two thousand one. Like we have been through a lot, and a whole decade of baseball has been basically wasted 
um, when it comes to growing the game. Like, there's so many young people who, I, I again, I don't know how they got into – I talked to them, but like, I don't know how they got into baseball with the team being so bad and being so downtrodden and not having hope. But Castellanos being here, Schwarber being here, Harper being all in, like – they're going to be fun, and and I hope that we don't have to worry about the whole oh they're they're boring, and even when they win, it's not like you don't have this feeling of they they're they're actually good. I hope that they're just actually good. And sure, a little thing's going to pop up. Yeah, the the, the the defense will will let us down. I'm I'm very sure of it. Um, the bullpen's going to the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. The bullpen will let us down. I'm sure. Yes, Juris Familia they, is they out will. there. We will have some Juris Familia nights. Just mentally prepare yourself. But I just think that there's going to be so many nights, James, at the ballpark where the sunset is just cascading over the the, the center field wall. We have a classic CBP uh, uh, summer night. And the fills are just pouring on 10 runs. And yeah, baseballs like, will be cascading over the summer wall as well. Seriously, dude. Like, like I already can't wait for the first time. Like, Cassiano Schwarber and Harper hit a homer in the same game. And I just, I, I, I can't wait. I mean, I, we love baseball however, it t- however we take it. But having an offense is what made that 08 team so fun. And, and what can really get a city behind you, like, Having great pitching is having great pitching, but being able to go out there and score seven plus runs a night is is just way more exciting for the general populace of baseball fans. So, um, you know, I feel so bad for the opposing pitchers that have to deal with uh, top of the lineup of like Schwarber, Segura, Harper, Cassianos, Hoskins. Like that's just that is an absolute gauntlet to go through just to get to oh there's jt you know so exactly yeah it's like <laughs> it's, oh that it's, guy can hit it's not yeah. like you're getting a 200 hitter you're getting into there and i don't know about you but i feel like castellanos always got big like the back breaking hits oh yeah but like he i feel like he lives for those moments and he's gonna be he has unbelievable like cockiness that this city swag is just, oh, He's got swag dude this city is going to love that guy i've watched him slide at home and stand over the pitcher like a hundred times already uh, i mean now will the plays will the, with fire like you know oh god i love the guy i'm so will excited. the will the four nothing lead thing get old yes it will it i think will. it already is it already is old can we i would i would like to retire that and let me just enjoy the castellanos as a philly but and a um, drive to left field and yes we all ha, hilarious ha 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 uh, um, i will say sometimes when like when it does the problem is that it's so overused now and obviously it's going to be so overused here that it like it's not as funny but like when they get you they're really funny like when you don't see it coming it can still be very clever it's just you see them coming too much yeah i agree um so yeah it's a it's a great day it really is it's a uh, and by the (laughs) way the point you just made like that is something you've talked about many times in that like longtime listeners of i hopes will know that the hey it's way more fun to watch teams rake point has been like a point that jack has made many times over the years like this is all you've ever wanted you just want a freaking team that rakes yeah, I never, I never like pitching anyway. Uh, you're not a pitching guy. You're a guy who rakes. Let's go. Well, it's good for everyone though. It, it's no, like it's the, good like, for the team. It's good just for the, think about the this. fan think base. About, all that. Think about this. There's a lot of, I'm sure, you know, dads out there that want to get their kids into baseball. Like they get to go to the ballpark now and see this team. Like they get to see this team, and it's gonna be exciting. Like we all were freaking out about the uh, the nineteen lineup, you know, Kutch's first year, Harper's first year. Oh yeah, remember that it's first like, week? That was oh thrilling. the Franco's the best eight hitter, thrilling, in baseball. Thrilling stuff there. I mean, look at this. I mean, we <laughs> I haven't even talked. Like, imagine if Alec Bohm is just gets back to being Alec. Ah, uh, if Alec Bohm, yes, dude, bad like three thirty eight a couple years ago. What are we like? You know, hit at every level. I don't know. No, I will say, uh, not an encouraging start yesterday in his yeah. spring. I mean, uh. just balls. Just he's he's the new Donovan, where he's just worm burners and and whatnot. So I need him to get back. I need him to lift the ball. But if we, hey, it's early. I think I actually think that Bohm's going to be a guy that people are going to like freak out with for the first month or two um, until Kevin Long can really start working with him. Like Schwarber yes. started really slow last year yes. and then turned into like. And they have less time to prepare. Like normally they've got a full spring training and all that. And he's been working with the guy since February and all that. It's a tighter thing. It'll take a little bit more time. 
It's a great point, though. It, the good thing, too, is last year there was a lot of pressure on Boehm. Now he's like the eight hitter or the nine hitter, you know, or best the seven hitter. Like the uh, the take some of that that pressure that was there last year off of him. That doesn't have to be the savior of the franchise. Like it felt like he did at times last year. Yeah, totally agreed. So, um, <laughs> dude. Uh. All right, I got it. By the way, they're, they're, we're thirty minutes into this podcast, so I gotta say this. I I, I apologize for this. This is my fault, okay. and I really it really should be, I guess, in a roundabout way. I'm thanking you, Jack. So, like, you know, ultimately, you know, it's cause of you. So so thank you, Jack Fritz, but really the High Ups podcast, that guy right. you work with, whatever it is. Um, but 30 minutes in this pod, remiss. Thank you, Bryce Harper, for being the best thing that has happened to the Philadelphia Phillies by light years since, you know, well over a decade that not only does this guy come in here and, you know, be the freaking MVP, but, like, I am 100% sure that Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber are not Phillies if Bryce Harper is not a Philly. Like, all that we hear is Bryce Harper's pursuit, Bryce Harper forcing Middleton's hand, Bryce Harper getting them to go after Castellanos even after they signed Schwarber. Like, and obviously, who knows how much truth there is to him? Who knows how much it is the Boris mouthpiece organization getting stuff out for Bryce? Who knows? All I know is I feel incredibly confident that after Bryce chose us, it made it possible for him to go out and recruit other people here. And now we're sitting here with Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, and Nick Castellanos. So, Bryce, you freaking rule, man. Like, thank you for choosing us. Thank you for going out and getting more dudes here. And I can't wait to watch you play baseball. So, I had to do it. Yeah, no. it's it's, uh, And I had it written down on, on things I want to talk about. Like, not – it's not – it's very rare, I would say – that a guy gets that kind of money, you could, it would make sense, I guess, in a in a way, for that guy to just be like, eh, I got my money, I'm good, you know, I like winning is is whatever, um, but like Bryce, I like Mike Trout. Is that uh, is that a just okay? Gotcha. No, it wasn't. Ahead, a, it wasn't a dig at Trout. I mean, it, it's it's all over sports, but like Bryce got the money, he kept the AAV down because he wanted players to come here, and he's backed it up. Like the guy wants to win like he's actually he actually meant what he said about being invested and being invested in the city and knowing the organization top down and sure could gm bryce definitely be wrong on some things and 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 get player evaluations wrong of course he can but the heart's in the good in a good spot and and the the motive behind it is good and and the fact that we have that guy who cares and and didn't just get the money and sit back and say hey i'll go into the hall of fame as a philly uh but i got my money i'm good um this is what i worked for my entire life to get my 300 plus million dollar contract and i got that and i'm good for him to keep pushing and keep staying in their ear like i'm here to win we need to do more look what they're doing around baseball uh we can do this too let's go do it it says a lot about that guy, and I, I couldn't be more proud to have Bryce Harper as the as the face of this franchise. And you know that's that's special stuff. And I really, really, I need him to win a ring here. I that's need him, Jack. I, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's like, what I was about I, to say. Like I, he, ne- I don't know if I've ever wanted like maybe Doc, you know, kind of similar type of thing, but not even that. Like I don't think well, I've ever wanted a Philly athlete to win a ring more than I want Harper to for the legacy for everything. Well, I feel I feel similarly about Embiid. Like Embiid's done a, a sure. lot of the same. Sure, that's a great thing. one. It's a great call. Yeah. So I I definitely want Embiid to get one as well. But Harper for for what he's done here for not just getting the money and saying uh oh, whatever if we win we win that doesn't yeah. happen all the time James. I mean it's it, rare. Honestly, it's rare, Jack. If nothing else, it's rare where guys don't just put their head down and go about their business. And you know you could be great and you could play well and you know if you win you win. But it's rare for a guy to be like this like outward vocal, like, like again, like calling out his front office, like challenging his front office, you know, all that type of stuff. That is, that is really rare. Mostly because like you have to be a person of Bryce Harper's stature to get away with it. You know, like most players, if most players did that, it would just be like, what, what the hell's that? Like, you know, but Bryce Harper is Bryce freaking Harper. And he came here with that, you know, promises and all that stuff. And he is following up on that. And to your point, like that's super rare. And, we're super lucky that we have this guy doing this stuff. It's almost like he had to win the MVP to convince ah, the I like, like this. To, 
to convince the front office that I'm in my prime, I won an MVP, it's your turn. Well, I've, and also the core now that we, we have a real core, Jack, they're all the same age too, which is exciting. You know, they're all in the 28 to 30 range. So like we talked about the kind of dual thing of finding a way to draft and develop and worry about that and don't trade away prospects and all that, but like compete now you have a group of guys with Wheeler and Harper and Nola and you know Hoskins and all these guys who were here prior, you know, who are, and Real Muto who are all right around the same age, you know, from 27 to 31, whatever you want to say, that general age range, and can all kind of go for it. Have this this window now, and then they bring in two guys who are right in that window with it and spend to do it. I mean, that's it's freaking exciting, man. <laughs> freaking exciting. Bro. Like this is freaking awesome. I know they're right in their prime, and we've been saying go like yep. this is your window. I mean, this is their window, whether they like it or not, whether you screwed up the rebuild or not, whether you don't have the prospects in here or not. This is this is what you signed up for. This is your window. Hoskins, same thing. He's right there, like Sky Kingery, same age as these guys. So, <laughs> so, 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 so it's just, and, and actually, it's a, it's a it's something that I thought about bringing up later for the for the take bag, but. Like now, like if they want to get really crazy with it, they do have expendable parts now to where you have left field for the next five years. If you have like an Ethan Wilson, who I'm very, very high on, if, if he's going to be blocked, you already have Schwarber as a DH. Now you can move that kind of talent. Like now, now they can use the farm system, I believe, to facilitate the rest of the major league roster and, and continue to get talent in here while also, you know, trading some for, for players that, that can help. Cause I mean, left field's locked down. I think Johan is going to be in center field starting next year. And by the way, good start yesterday for the Johan in, in, center, in center field. I mean, he just glides the ball. Like, he just glides there, and it looks so natural. It's like, wow, is that what it's supposed to look like? Um, and he, he smoked the ball in the first inning. He talked after the game how he thinks he's the next Acuna. So, listen, everything's going, everything's, <laughs> sure everything's going said, right, right to plan. Everything's going right to plan. So, um so no, I actually did say that. By the way, I'm not lying. Did he um, really say that? No, he did. Yeah, I have the quote. He said <laughs> it was like a really cocky quote, which I uh, which I appreciate. <laughs> wow. Here's what he said. He said uh, Rojas is eyeing another comparison. Acuna, he said, referring without a trace of immodesty to Atlanta Braves star Ronald Acuna Jr. I love the way he plays. Aggressive on the bases. Aggressive oh, on his wow. swing. Makes things happen in the field. 40 stolen bases, 40 home runs. I want to be like him. I want to be like Acuna. Wow. So, so I mean, obviously, two takeaways. One, love the confidence. I mean, that takes some some real chutzpah to say that. Two, Johan Rojas listens to the pod. Who knew? Who knew? Who well, knew? third takeaway. This might be getting ahead of myself. But what if he is the next round of Acuna Jr.? Oh, my God, dude. Imagine oh, that lineup. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Are we winning multiple World Series in the next five oh, years? Just, start, just start printing the tickets now. The 2026 fills are going to be so much fun because they're going for a three-peat. That's why they're going to be so much fun. Hey, hey, it's better to be early to a take than not have a take You're at all. You're damn so. right, buddy. <laughs> but but to the rest of the point, like Castellanos is locked in for five years. I think Johan in center field next year. Harper's locked in. We know that. Third base is going to be something that they have to figure out. Shortstop, stop. Second base, Kingery. Um, you know, first base is could be Reese, could be Bohm. JT's locked in. Wheeler's locked in. Like they have the the core here. To your point, and it's already on the major league roster, which is great. Now they can either bring those guys up to facilitate the rest of the roster, or move them in trades to make the rest of the roster really, really good. So it's uh, it's just. It's such a good base point of a franchise now. And they've just, they've raised their floor so much, which is massive. Like the last couple of years, it's like, yeah, the highest outcome could be 90 wins. Like the, the, the lineup is good. They have two aces and Nolan Wheeler. Nolan obviously is not that anymore. And we need him to bounce back, please, Aaron. Um, and the bullpen is, is, you know, if they stay healthy, they could be okay. But the floor of this team is so much higher now with the bats like Schwarber, Castellanos, Harper, Hoskins, like the like that the floor has been raised and and it's just a good base point when you're building out the rest of the roster. God 
Dave freaking Dombrowski, dude. Dave Dombrowski. He brought in his Tigers guy. He got Castellanos here. He whispered in, in, in John Middleton's ear and said, this is the guy. We got to go over the tax for this guy. And that was always the value of having Dave Dombrowski. His track record. His eye for the game. His trust in, in, in that, that John Middleton has in him. That's the value. And we're seeing the value. John Middleton trusts Dave Dombrowski with his money. And that's something that he lost with Matt Klintak and Andy McPhail. And that is something that we have back now. And <laughs> they built a damn bomb squad. Are we going with are we going with Broad Street Bombers, by the way? Do you like that? The Broad Street Bombers. Um, I mean, I kind of like it, but it's obviously like... Broad Street Bullies-esque. Yeah, broad, combo, like it's Broad Street Bullies and the Bronx Bombers. It's like kind of like feels like both are taken almost, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. You know, I don't like the Yankees feel, but I don't. Yeah. I, well, I think it's clever. Yeah, it, it's clever. Don't it's get me okay. wrong. It's cl- yeah, it's clever. It's not. I'm not like printing the T-shirts yet, but I need. They need. They need to have a nickname. I mean, Murderers Row. Maybe we could take that. Oh, one. that's. I've never heard that one before. That's yeah. That's yeah. Original. I mean, seriously, who, which lineup would you rather have? Nine to twenty-seven Yankees or this lineup? Oh man. Yes, good. This we're is officially good. forty-two we are, minutes into the podcast. Yeah, we are, we are back. All right, it fe- it feels like. Wanna, we're... Wait, hold on, is that the is that the, is that the podcast title? <laughs> yes, I, if we can figure out the way to phrase it, yes, I think that's probably the title. That or the Nick Castellanos emergency pod, probably. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, one of those. Um, but all right, it feels like we are firmly in take bag territory. So, so quickly before I go to the take bag, last question. Um, you know, to the point I made before where a lot of people are like, oh, you're over the tax, just spend, spend, spend. Do you see them doing, and like obviously that trade deadline, I really think now that they're over the tax, we can all just assume that if they're in at the deadline, they'll do whatever it takes from a money perspective at the deadline. But prior to the season, do you see another reliever? Do you see a, an add-on somewhere else? Do you see them saying like, eh, why not? Um, So there's two things I could see. Um, I, I still wonder if there's a trade. I still think like I, I just have a weird feeling about Bohm. I, I, I wonder if they try to find a, a, an upgrade at third base. I, I do think that they, they have to care a little bit about defense. And I wonder if Bohm now, they try to move him in a deal. Um, so I, I do think there's a possibility for a trade. You know, obviously this doesn't help third base, but I mean, Frankie Montas is sitting right there and I could definitely use him to add to the rotation if Dave wants to get crazy. Um, but it's not the sexiest name, James. But you know what I actually, you know who I actually want to sign. Uh, I want to sign Albert Amora Jr. to just to be Ooh, a def- nice little defensive guy oh. out there. He's like the best defensive center fielder in baseball. So yeah, he's a him. very, very nice defensive player. So like he's going to cost like I don't know five hundred k, whatever the minimum is now. Like maybe I, lo- a I love dollars. you splurging right now. I love you saying we're over the tag. Let's spurge. Yes, yeah, let's, let's, let's bring in Albert Jr. Yes. No, I know it's like such a not. But sexy it would be name. nice to have a defensive replacement guy like that. Well, cool. just I'm just thinking late in games. You can move. Yeah, you could put him in center field. You could put Veerling in left, uh, and then you could put Harper obviously still in right. That's not. A, that's a. That's a pretty good defensive. Uh, a defensive outfield. So that's my big sexy move to keep going over the the tax. There's like the there's some names I guess um, that are still out there from a. Reliever standpoint, um, but nothing that like. There's no name that like jumped yeah. out that I was like, like Alex ah, Colom. I think is still out he already there. signed though. Did he sign? Okay, well there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and like Michael Michael Gibbons signed. Yeah, who um, I wanted. Uh, by the way, quickly, I would, you know, I would rather have him at at five million a year than a uh, familiar at six. But yeah, well, I'd rather have Hector too. But well, oh uh, yeah, that too. Hector was more though, but I agree, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's nothing out there that's that's that really jumped out at me. Um, I think a trade could make sense. Like, yeah, I'm looking, I think I'm the key at- is that they have space to do things in season where in the past we always kind of felt like they weren't willing to do that. Right. Like everyone's so old. I mean, everyone's just like 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 Sergio Romo is, is 39, who, I, who I, is still like good somehow. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I mean, Rosenthal, I guess like there's Rich a lot of- Rod is out there. There's a lot of Rosenthal buzz last year, so maybe you get mm. him on a on a bounce back. Andrew Miller's cooked. Patances is cooked. Tony Watson's only thirty seven, so yeah. you know, bring get Tony Watson back. You know, 
Uh, Richard so Rodriguez was so bad for the. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, but it's not great. <laughs> Trevor not Cahill? Good. Oh, Blake Parker's out there. Uh-oh. Hey! Oh, actually, I got a name. Yeah. I got a name. I now I now need this to happen. Oh, I need I need I need Kyle Zimmer in this bullpen. Oh, okay. I can be down with the Kyle Zimmer signing. I like that move. Uh, yeah, that's that's my big move. Kyle Adam Zimmer Conley. and Albert Amora. I think Adam Conley is he still all right? He was good. Uh he always had stuff, but he yeah. kind of sucks. All right. Uh, firmly take bag time right now. Yes, 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 yes. What a day! What a day. <laughs> um. So. This is a, a question for you and I guess the audience. Do I no longer slander Derek Jeter because he left the Marlins, thus letting Nick Cassianos be a Philly? Oh, wow. Um, it's a big a, leap. It, yeah, hold on. No, no, no. This is not just a big leap, but also a big, a big moment, a big thing. Like the decision we make here is going to have wide, wide-ranging effects and ramifications. I mean, this is wheelhouse stuff for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a it's one of my favorite. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that that knowing Nick Castellanos like I do, my close personal friend, confidant Nick Castellanos, that was all BS. There was no way he would have actually said, "I'm gonna go spend the next five years of my life playing for the Marlins when I could come to Philadelphia, play for a real baseball town with real baseball players like Bryce Harper and." And Kyle Schwarber, and I can actually go win. Like I care about baseball. I care about being a winner. Um. So here's the thing. I think that he was probably like his buddy Derek, maybe throwing him a bone, but he was never going to go there in reality. So, you, Jack, you are free to still crush Derek Jeter. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's the, the outcome we all need. What a loser franchise the Marlins are, by the way. We, we, we know that. But seriously, like, you're not going to spend a big. Like, Cassianos ultimately didn't even cost that much. <laughs> like, he really did it. It's, it's, Five for a hundred. I thought he's. Uh, I thought he's going to get about one twenty. So it's it's a little bit less than that. But he's an unbelievable bat in the middle of the lineup. So um, good job, Marlins, and and thank you for for firing or for letting Nick Cassianos be a Philly. Um, how does our callers pronounce his name, James? Is it is it Castellanos? Is oh, it? Oh, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. Castellanos Casti- is going to be the go to. Go to mess up. I would say Castellanos. Castellanos. No, that that that's actually that's how you close. say it. Yeah, it's like that's kind of right. It's but, actually how you. It's actually yeah. how you say it. It's um, it's gonna be bad. Castellanos. Um, I'm trying to think what else we get because they won't. Yeah, we people will definitely miss the 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 you know double L sound. Yes. Type of thing. Yes. That will that will be lost for sure. Castellanos. We'll get some Castellanos, Castellanos for sure. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Joe and John love the show, man. I'm excited about Castiano. But they, I think they can actually get it. I actually have faith in the WIP callers to get this one right. It's not – it looks more difficult than it is, but then once you start saying it, I mean, it's not that bad. I'm with you. I, it's it's super easy. And and yeah. Casty is fun. Like, that's a, good, well, that's a good one. You know, we – I feel like the shorten the name, shorten the last name, like can go hit or miss. And we got two great ones. Like Casty is great and Schwarby or Schwarbs is like next level great. We got really lucky with that, Jack, with these signings. I am because like Chris Bryant, like what are we doing? Like Bryant, Bryanty, Chrissy? Like, no, it's horrible, right? It's horrible. But Casty, it would be KB. Exactly. You might as well be JG. You know what I'm saying? Like we got Casty and we got, I mean, Schwarbs is whether it's Schwarbs or whether it's Schwarby, but really Schwarbs, Schwarbs bombs. Like that is well, the best name we could have possibly got. Well, I'm, I'm so excited about this. You're leaving out my favorite one, which is Schwarbo. That's true. Schwarbo. Another great one. That's the point. It's so good. Yeah. So uh, either way, I'm excited to see what our callers come up with. You know, um, I think we may well get some castles like Castellanos or Castle something. I don't know. I'm excited to see what they come up with. How about the Instagram he put out last night? Like, what a fun, what a fun, like, 20 minutes there where it was like, okay, is he coming? Also, is he in Philadelphia right now? Also, is he at the Art Museum steps taking a picture of the city? Also, why is no one, why did no one see him at all? So weird. Um, so it the was whole a, thing was a really, and especially for the deal to come out, like, you know, 10 minutes later, like, I figure if you're going to do that, like, let it sit for a bit, right? Let people think about it, talk about it. But it was like, no, this is it was just his way of saying I signed, I guess. But it was So still, was he in Philadelphia last he night? Must have, he must have come here to sign and then he's going to Florida, right? That that's my thought. So my guess is what happened when we heard all the stuff early in the day with the Stark piece and you know, this and that. 
my guess is they were working on the contract and he was here and Boris was here and they were all getting it done. And when it was done, he probably went out to the art museum and took that picture and was like, I'm going to live here. This is my well, city now. And also, I think Boris was at the Chris Bryant um, press conference yesterday afternoon. So maybe he had to fly in here uh, after that. Um, but also, well, Bryce signed and then he was in my, he was in, he was in Clearwater. So uh, unless, unless Middleton's up here, you know, unless Middleton is, is not down at spring training, which I would find out as well. So I don't know. That's another thing that needs to come out in the book about the Nick Castellanos. Yeah, we really need this this blow by blow. Really, what would be cool is to take us from the Schwarber signing through the Cassie signing, because like you know, to know about the Schwarber signing and then to know like the process of Dave convincing John to go over it for Nick, of them luring Nick here, of of Harper getting in their ears saying, "We got to get this guy. We got to get this guy. We got to get this guy." Like I'm 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 just so ready for all that. I have an idea. How about we call it signing Castellanos and then every rain delay? <laughs> oh, buddy, we can watch it a thousand <laughs> yeah. times. This yeah, is so great. Signing, this is so signing great. Castellanos. Yes. How about that? I, think, I think that makes sense. Yes. And you're full of murderers, Rose, signing Castellanos. Original ideas right and left today, Jack. I'm very impressed. Also, I still would trade for Jose Ramirez, which was also my idea. So um there's a lot of my ideas that are, are are coming out now um real real quick diversion before i get to uh a top five for you um Ooh, yes, i was a little course. disappointed when there wasn't one on the shore pot i'm not gonna lie not gonna I lie know. i know by the I way know. real quick real quick real quick just to, before you get to the next thing this is definitely the first time we've ever done back-to-back emergency big signing pods right like that's never well, happened before I think I think we did two in a row, but it was for like deep. It was like oh, but like yeah, it was, and also they were like weeks apart, weren't they, or something like that. I think you're right. Yes, I don't think we've ever done like two in a week like this with this just kind of over the top amazing excitement, or two, you know, essentially in a little over a week or whatever it was, you know. Yes, more of this, more, more of this, this is- more of this. <laughs> um, no, so. Speaking of the luxury tax thing, I think it's $3 million that they're going to have to owe this year or whatever, which is obviously pennies. Like, the thing that always frustrates me is, like, you're going to make that back within the first weekend because of how much excitement there is. Like, why is that never factored in when it comes to how much people are going to be – like, no one was that fired up about the Phillies after – like, they were excited that Schwarber is here. But now that Castellanos is here on top of Schwarber and on with Harper, like the buzz about the Phillies is is ridiculous. So um, they're gonna Thank make that God, money back. Thank God, by the tenfold. way. Thank God, Jack. Thank God. You know what? Our team deserves to have a little shine on it for once. All the Eagles talk, all James Harden, all this stuff. Like, can our team be the team that everyone's talking about for once? Wouldn't that be fun? Go Phillies, baby. Yes. That's exactly right. What a time. What a time. So uh, also very curious to see if the Eagles. I'm very curious to see if the Eagles respond real quick. I mean, just a quick they're they're about to get lapped here by the Phils and the and the and the Sixers. Could be exciting exciting little time here with, with all our oh, sports but, teams. But all Jack, right. uh, literally as we're talking, Adam Schefter, Fletcher Cox reach an agreement to come back to the Eagles on a one year deal. So, you know, awesome. steal them back. Awesome. Wow. They, they, really, <laughs> they got the city back. They really, the Eagles are back. All right. Uh, top five things uh, updated now after the last week of, uh, of pure Phillies excitement. Um, top five things I'm most excited about now for the Phillies season, because the last one was like kind of a bit, uh, and now it's officially back. So uh, the fifth thing I'm most excited about is the first kind of cold, ish weather September game where they're fighting for a playoff spot. It's a little chilly. Um, and you just, it has that like Oh seven, uh, series against Washington where like, uh, like Howard in the first inning with the rally tiles going, it's a, it's a home run and kind of sets the tone. Like I need one of those games. Like I, it, the first big September game where it's real. That's number five. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. No, number four, opening day. Obviously, needed oh. to get, needed oh. to get here. Oh, it's we. First off, we need to be there. Obviously, we um, need to. Can we? Yeah. Can you know? Powers that be. Can we make this happen? Yeah, we'll be around the people as we celebrate this. This this fills lineup, and they take down the A's, and they score ten runs, and we come on talking about Super Bowl. 
Just kidding. World Series. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number three, again, this is strictly me, but the, the first blown game I am excited for. Uh, I'm yeah, still, that, I'm going to let you have that one. <laughs> I'm still excited <laughs> let, for it. Let you have that one. Come on, man. Just to know the pain's still there. Just yeah, to bring us back yeah. down to earth a little bit. Yeah. I need I need that first blown game. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's a weird take, but yeah. I get it, but weird. Uh, number two is the first time they score 10 runs. It's just going to oh, be. Oh, I, need, I need that like air to breathe, Jack. I need it to happen in the first few games of the season. Like yep. I need him to. I just need it. I need a, a 12 spot. Like give it to me, boys, please. Mm. Mm. Uh, and maybe for old time's sake, do it out in St. Louis. I always loved when they poured 20 runs oh, on in St. Louis. Beautiful thing. And, and uh, you know what? How about do it at CVP? Let the fans go crazy. And make it the first game where Schwarber and Castellanos and Harper all homer in it, like you oh. said before. Oh. Make might, it that. I might, I might, I might well up a little bit. I gotta be, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I really. Honestly, I'm not kidding. I might too. Like I might actually well up when that happens. Like just seeing, like I'm gonna, like just seeing these guys in in Philly's pinstripes. Like it's gonna be like emotional. It it really does feel like we've we at this podcast do an amazing job, especially one of us. I won't say who. Of deluding ourselves to believe in Philly's teams that are not nearly as good or as great as we hope, more wish than want them to be. This team is legit. Like, this is the first time I don't feel like an idiot getting really excited about this team. Like, that's awesome. That's an awesome feeling, man. Well, it's not the first time I would say that I don't feel like an idiot because I feel like an idiot most days. Um, <laughs> But I'm definitely excited to not feel like less of an idiot. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I mean, because I really, James, you know, I've put myself out there the last couple of years of the Phillies. You have. You know? you have. You know? And, and yeah. every time I feel like. I Sometimes feel like, too far even, some might yeah. say. Yeah. But, I, you know, I feel like I feel like a rom-com character with, with, with the Phillies where it's like, oh, he keeps getting his heart broken. And then that great, perfect uh, girl comes along. And it all works out, and finally Jack's happy. Well, that's how I feel with Nick Cassianos and Kyle Schwarber now in the Phillies lineup, which leads me to number one. And there's no other thing that I'm more excited about this Philly season than them clinching a playoff spot. Oh, buddy. It's over. It's going to be over. Our long 10 years uh, 11 years, sorry, how could I forget? Oh. 11 years, no, it's 10 yeah. years. Yeah, I mean, it's no, 10. you're right, it's 11. It's 2011, it it's 2022. By the, it's, it'll be 11 by the end of this season is the point. But it won't be <laughs> because the Phil... Right, it won't I be, know. but you, point know. being, yes, this season is the 11th season since we've made the playoffs. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's oh, be, That's even that's gross good. to say. Uh, it's going to be incredible. And the, the rally towels back, you know, CBP back to being electric. The fills are going to are, are just going to hit so many tanks. They are so back. And to everyone that has listened to this podcast um, since since the beginning and um, has been with us and through the highs and the lows, mostly the lows, I think we all deserve it. And uh, we deserve this moment. We deserve that lineup um and to uh you know i think getting baseball really really back in this city is just gonna do wonders both for the phillies and for the sport and uh james i, I can't wait to go through the season with you i can't wait to go through this season with our listeners um you are our people we all deserve this Nick Castellanos is a Philly. Kyle Schwarber is a Philly. Bryce Harper is still a Philly. Uh, they are going to absolutely hit the crap out of the ball this year. And um, I just I can't wait for it to get here. I'm so excited for them to be back. I'm and, fist pumping uh, right now. I'm yeah, literally fist pumping. You can't, you can't hear it, but I, my fist is nonstop pumping right now. Yes, we, we, we <laughs> deserve this. We that, deserve this. A, and, oh, uh, it's the perfect phrase, Jack. We deserve this. Yep. Yep, so I, I can't wait. Uh, they, they're on the TV at 1 today. We get to see them back. Harper's in the lineup. And, uh, hey, if you see if you see James and I around town, we'll most likely have a smile on our face because they really, really did it. John Middleton, again, I'm so proud of you. You really, really did it. Bryce, 
Thank you for being you. Nick, can't wait to see that first CBP home run. And Kyle Schwarber, man, when you hit a walk-off off of Garrett Cole in the ninth, I don't know why he's still pitching in the ninth, but whatever. When you hit a stairs-level home run off of off of Garrett Cole in a playoff game at Citizens Bank Park into a sea of rally towels and Phillies fans, it's going to be electric. So um, what a day, James. What a day. We, we, we deserve this, and I can't wait. And shout out to Dombo too. It took a it took a yes, true yes, yes, champion, yes. a true adult to come into the room, fix the mess that was left behind by Andy feet up on the desk, McPhail, and and to really, you know, get John Middleton to believe again and be willing to to do this. I think, you know, it, it Dombrowski being able to convince him to do this, giving some Cassiano's the guy and Harper's help and all that's really it's just thrilling. It's thrilling to see our team function like a, a well run baseball team. Like Wow, what a what a what a crazy freaking thought. The thing we've been asking for. Again, we've never covered a good team. Like we've never done that as like the Ohio's podcast is our favorite thing. We always say it. It's just the truth. Like of all the stuff we do, like this is our favorite thing to do. It's our favorite like group of people to talk to. It's a favorite community that we've built and it's just the most fun cuz we love the Phillies the most. They're our favorite team. They're the most fun, all that stuff. But like like we've had trash teams. We've had, like, the best team we had was an 82-win team last year. That's the best Phillies team we've ever covered with Iob's Pod. Like, like this group of people, the High Hopes community, us and the listeners of this pod, to Jack's point, like, it's the perfect phrase. Like, we deserve this. Like, we have gutted out some horrendous baseball, some super depressing night after night after night of watching this bullpen or this defense or this that or these blown games or whatever like we have gone through it man in the history of this podcast the entirety of this podcast has been alive we've gone through the ringer we've had like a couple moments like the Bryce Harper signing just has stood out as like this this shining beacon of light of like happiness on a podcast. Like now we could have a season that's like that, a season of fun, a season of mashing, a season of awesome dudes playing baseball and getting excited about it. We deserve it, buddy. Like we, we've, we've to your last, you, you made the, the analogy last time and it's even more apropos this time. We are all Andy Dufresne and we have all been crawling through that for what seems like a decade. Oh, wait, it is a decade. We've been crawling through it for a decade. And now we're out the other side, and, and Zewataneo is is right on the horizon for us, buddy. Like, this, is, it's a perfect analogy, but it feels like we're finally, truly out the other side. It really does. What a, what an end to this podcast. What I'm an just, end. I'm what just a start. Here. What an end. Yeah. This has just been... Top just sitting notch. here smiling. Just I'm sitting so here smiling. I'm, I'm like so happy right now. It's the I have to like catch myself. It's the most happy I've been about the Phillies in over a decade. Like, and all of us are. Like, that's that's a big statement, you know? Like, it's a big statement. It's really exciting, man. I'm so pumped. It's a good day. This is a really it's good a, day, buddy. It's a good Saturday. All right. Uh let's enjoy that Saturday. Let's watch some Phillies baseball one. You got any final thoughts? Uh, I think the 2021 Phil's video yearbook is here. So I, <laughs> uh, just when I, just when I thought I could, uh, get past the pain of having to endure, uh, the last year's team again, I'm going to watch that as soon as it comes out and be giddy about it because Nick Cassianos. Yeah. Kyle see, it's actually Kyle. fun now. Cause you can watch it through the prism of knowing what's coming. You know, it's yeah. almost like yeah. a, a fun little jaunt to, to see what, what, how it's going to be so much better this year. I like that. Yeah. I can't wait for the Phil's video yearbook every year. So I'm pretty sure it's back. And, uh, yeah, what a day, James, what a day. And, uh, Again, we deserve it, and I can't wait for hopefully a lot of night sounds ballpark uh, with our listeners, and um, you know, and everything's everything is going to be oh, glorious. Buddy, and buddy. opening day, opening day, truly can't get here. Yeah. and we will be down at the ballpark with the listeners. High hopes nights will happen. Like lock that in. Cannot wait. Um, my final thought: Last time, Jack, we did a disservice because we didn't give her enough credit. We gave Millie some credit for a Kyle Schwarber signing. Millie born in yep. two thousand eight. Always had good Phillies mojo with her. We gave her some credit for the Kyle Schwarber signing, and she was like, come on, guys. You think that's all I'm going to do on the way out? It's like, no, 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 no. 
We're going over the tax. We're getting Casty on us. Shout out to Millie. What a what a gift on the way out. Millie. I feel like that was Milton's present to you. You know, I like, think so too. He knew I needed it. He knew like I'm going through it right now, and he was like, "Buddy, you've been such a a true fan, a true believer. You never doubted me once. Mm-hmm. I got your back. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing." Shout out to Millie. Thanks, Shout out Millie. to Millie. Shout out to Millie. Shout out to the Phils. Shout out to the Phils. This is so exciting, man. I can't wait. We'll be back, obviously, this week to just, you know, be more excited. This is yeah, awesome. Say the same thing. Say the now, same thing yeah, but we, we can break podcast. down spring training baseball. We can start looking at the NLEs, breaking down the other lineups, lineup versus lineup, staff versus staff. Like, we could do the fun stuff. We could actually talk baseball, Jack. We could talk about, like, real team with a real chance like it is it's all we ever wanted this podcast to be it's pretty amazing yep we made it buddy we made it like andy dufresne and shawshank redemption we made it what a day man what a day we'll be back soon he's fritz himself we'll talk to you soon.